You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having an outstanding start to your Tuesday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the new podcast with Stephen Tolbert and Chris Willis all at BatteryPower.com, as well as at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that, hit that subscribe button to get the latest content when it's available. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And the latest from Atlanta is that everybody is going streaking. That's exactly what's going on when it comes to the Braves and their overall play on the field right now. Not only have the Braves now won seven straight games, but the offense just continues to show how good it can be when many different bats in the lineup are playing at their best level. The Braves with a big 13-1 victory over the New York Mets, getting wins early with the long ball, and then creating and converting scoring opportunities throughout the game to support Spencer Strider and get a huge 13-1 victory, which hopefully will be a huge boost for the Braves to be able to win at least three out of four total in this series. But as I mentioned, it started early. William Contreras and Eddie Rosario contributing with the home run ball. But then after that, it was just the Braves being able to consistently get hits for the second time in this seven-game winning streak. Every member of the Braves' starting lineup, of the nine, all nine members that started in the lineup for the Braves were able to get a base hit. 15 total hits for the Braves on the night, including three doubles from Ronald Acuna Jr., three hits from Dansby Swanson, three hits from Travis Darno, who showed that he is back and in good health. You've also got Vaughn Grissom, who had two hits and a walk as well. The Braves' offense was just absolutely clicking on all cylinders. And again, it was great to see that, you know, there were layers to it. Listen, hitting the long ball is a wonderful, wonderful aspect of this Braves team, especially when it's doing it consistently. But when the Braves are both combining their ability to hit home runs, plus also creating and converting scoring opportunities, the Braves' offense can beat anyone in the game. That's just an absolutely the truth. And another interesting wrinkle in all of this is the fact that the Braves went with a bit of a new look for their lineup. You know, we've seen before where it was, you know, William Contreras at the 
designated hitter position. Travis Darno at catcher, but that may start to be a bit more frequent as right now William Contreras, again, a 445-foot home run on the evening. Without a doubt, he's been more consistent when it comes to production when he's been in the lineup over the past few months versus Marcelo Ozuna. So we've already started to see bits and pieces of Ozuna not being in the starting lineup in games where, you know, it, he usually would be. This may start to happen more frequently, and for good reason right now, the Braves have every reason just to go with the more productive at-bats. But of course, it wasn't just the hitting that stood out as well. Spencer Strider, who was able to get a bit, a bit of a break over the weekend due to the Braves, due to other young Braves stepping up and standing out against the Marlins, he was able to give the Braves five innings, and it was a bit more impressive than normal as Strider was able to do it despite the fact that there was nearly an hour and 20-minute rain delay that interrupted, you know, the first few innings of his start and the last three innings. He did overall, you know, again, struggle a bit at times when it came to working up the pitch count. Only had four strikeouts, but the big key for Strider is that he was really really able to get the job done when it came to locating his pitches and keeping the bats from really making hard contact. You know, Strider made some comments after his last start, you know, back um, eight days ago, coming off the matchup against him and Jacob DeGrom. Strider talked about the fact that the Mets had run into a lot of luck against him in his start, and it showed last night. The Braves outproduced the Mets 10-1. to when it came to hits of 100 miles per hour exit velocity or more. That makes a difference, and, and you see what difference it made last night. So again, it's just one game, but it was an outstanding performance overall by both Strider as well as the Braves lineup. And let's not forget also the work by Colin McHugh and the newly acquired Danny Young. Danny Young, you know, overall gave up four hits, only struck out one, but worked two and two-thirds innings. Of course, it was with a 12-run lead, but he worked two and two-thirds innings to prevent the Braves from having to use any of their higher leverage arms in this game, which should allow for the Braves' bullpen to be fresh going into tonight and the rest of the week to be able to give the Braves hopefully an advantage at some point in time. So couldn't have asked for a better start, a better than ideal start for the Braves against the Mets. Now four and a half games against New York with three games left over the next three days. But as I mentioned, the Braves overall, their offense is clicking at the right time. But while in July, it was the usual suspects, in June and July, it was the usual suspects such as Matt Olson and Dansby Swanson and Austin Riley, what's really helping the Braves right now is the depth of their lineup and when that lineup turns from Michael Harris to Ronald Acuna Jr. When the Braves' season really started taking off in terms of success, on June 1st. That's when they, you know, won the first game in their 14-game winning streak. You know, it's been a few key contributors who have really stepped up and stood out, you know, throughout the past few months. In June, it was Dansby Swanson and a few others who were absolutely outstanding. In the month of July, Matt Olson's power started to show up more frequently. Austin Riley obviously became a true MVP candidate, had one of the best offensive months in recent National League history and also one of the best offensive months in Braves franchise history. And so many of the main names in the Braves lineup have done their part. They have shown just how productive they can be when they're at their best. The usual, the, the usual contributors, the names that you would expect 
to be playing well when the Braves were playing well. They have stepped up and stood out over the past few months. But one other narrative that absolutely has contributed to the Braves' success, especially offensively, is that the Braves have had the most productive bottom third of their order. They have had the most productive bottom third of any Major League Baseball lineup in the majors since June 1st. When you compare the production that the Braves have gotten out of their 7th, 8th, and ninth spots in the lineup since June 1st, when you compare that part of the Braves' order versus other MLB teams' bottom third of their order, the Braves have the best OPS, the best WRC+, and have hit 14 more home runs and scored 13 more runs the Braves' bottom of third of the order has been that much more productive than any other bottom third of the order of any other MLB lineup in baseball. That's a big, big key and a big advantage for this Braves team. Showing just how deep, showing the fact that the Braves can take advantage of the fact that they have many different contributors that can feature success at any point in time. One day it could be Michael Harris, the next day it could be Travis Darno, the next day it could be William Contreras or Eddie Rosario. The Braves' bottom third of the order has been the most productive bottom third of the order in baseball for nearly two and a half months, and that's a big reason why the Braves' offense, when it's clicking on all cylinders like it is right now, can be any team in baseball. And make sure to understand, there's it's no coincidence that the Braves' bottom third of the order became that productive right around the same time that Michael Harris was called up to the majors. There's a reason why Michael Harris is a true National League Rookie of the Year candidate along with Spencer Strider because he's been one of the most productive bottom third of the order hitters in baseball since he came up to the major leagues. And in August, he's arguably been at his best, as I mentioned. Both Michael Harris and Ronald Acuna Jr. were big contributors in Monday night's victory over the Mets. They've become one of the most productive center field, right field combinations in baseball in, 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 recent, in recent days and even over the past few weeks, not only because of their excellent defense that they put on display. Michael Harris did it again last night. But also because of the fact that we talk about it was Dansby Swanson in June. It was Matt Olson and Austin Riley in July. Well, in August, it's Michael Harris and Ronald Acuna Jr., both players had their struggles in the month of July, but since the calendar turned to August, both Michael Harris and Ronald Acuna Jr. have raised their season OPS marks by 40 points each. And we talk about the fact that the Braves have had the most productive bottom third of the order of any major league lineup for the past two and a half months. Well, they've also had the most productive ninth spot in the order to lead off spot in the order combination in baseball in the month of August. In the month of August, Ronald Acuna Jr. and Michael Harris, or at least the Braves' production out of the ninth and first spot in their lineups, 
The Braves' ninth and first spot in their lineups have combined for a 1.111 OPS in August. That's a 209 WRC+. By far the most productive ninth and leadoff spot duo in the majors in the month of August has come from the Braves' lineup. And that is huge when you consider the fact that Harris... Ronald Acuna Jr. and any others that may bat in those spots are setting the table for Riley, Swanson, Olsen, and the rest of the lineup. So yes, without a doubt, Austin Riley and Dansby Swanson, Matt Olsen's power returning, William Contreras' consistent production, Travis Darno's consistency at the catcher position, all of those things have been big reasons why this offense has been outstanding for much of the past three months and also why the Braves have won as much as they have. But make no mistake, a huge contributing factor to the Braves' success is not only the fact that the bottom of third of their order has been the most productive in the game, going on two and a half months now. It's also because Michael Harris Jr. has emerged as one of the best young outfielders in the game in terms of both offensive and defensive contributions, and we're finally starting to see Ronald Acuna Jr. return to form. I mentioned it, I mentioned it several times. This Braves lineup can match up against any lineup in baseball, but when you then have Ronald Acuna Jr. playing his true talent level, that's the X factor that can take this offense to a new level that few, if any, other teams in the majors can compete with. And last night was one of the best examples that we've seen in quite a while of just what this offense is capable of. And the great thing is, is that this Braves offense can hopefully continue it tonight, going up against Tywin Walker of the Mets. The last time the Braves faced Walker, they exploded for eight runs against him in their lone win in New York a couple of weekends back. It'll be Walker on the mound versus Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton was the only member of the Braves starting rotation who did not face the Mets last weekend. So it's going to be another huge opportunity for the Braves to be able to get a victory. They've got the momentum for Monday night. They're facing a pitcher who the last time they faced him, they had a lot of success. It'll be interesting to see if Eddie Rosario will be able to play tonight after being taken out of the game last night due to hamstring soreness. But make no mistake about it. This is a big, big opportunity for the Braves. I don't want to use the phrase must win, but there are many reasons why it's critical for the Braves to get the victory tonight. Because if the Braves can get the victory tonight, they then only have to beat one of Serger and DeGrom on Wednesday and Thursday to be able to, at the end of this four-game series against the Mets, to be able to have a three, to, to cut the Mets' lead down to three and a half games. That's a huge difference than having to beat both Serger and DeGrom to get to that status at the end of the next four games. This is a huge, huge opportunity for the Braves. Their offense is clicking on all cylinders. Charlie Morton has been throwing very good over the past couple of games, though he struggled in his last start against Boston. But if this Braves offense can continue to produce as it's been producing, winning the first two games of this series will be a huge boost for the Braves, especially considering who they will face on Wednesday and Thursday to close out this series against the Mets. 
Again, better than expected results. You couldn't have asked for a much better start to this series for Atlanta. Hopefully, Eddie Rosario will have good injury news. Maybe he'll be back in the lineup to start off, you know, or he'll be back in the lineup tonight to start for the Braves. It's going to be very interesting to see if the Braves can get off to another hot start against Walker like they did the last time he faced him in New York. And hopefully, Charlie Morton will be able to avoid any type of struggles early in the game himself. Maybe he'll be able to go six or so innings, give this Braves um, offense the ability to know that the Mets offense is being limited. The Braves offense can then take over and hopefully from there set up the bullpen to close out another victory. Of course, we're going to have you covered here on the Daily Hammer no matter what happens, this is where we're going to have you covered for all the latest when it comes to the Braves in this huge series against the Mets. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, Road to Atlanta Podcast, talking about Vaughn Grissom's um, promotion, talking about the fact that Mike Soroka is going to be starting his rehab assignment tonight for Rome. That's huge, 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 huge news for the Braves, not necessarily in terms of the fact that Soroka will figure into potential late season or postseason plans, but just in general, it's great to see Mike Soroka back on the mound. And of course, you can find all the great podcast content from the Battery Power Podcast Network at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all, all podcast platforms. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. We'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Hammer. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.